Good morning. It's 9.30 on the button. It's Monday the 6th of April 2020. And this is Alien Monday. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! Keep this frequency clear. A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky, and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9.30 a.m. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net. A very good, fabulous holiday welcome to you. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. We are continuing our broadcast at your request because you have been asking if we are going through the holidays. And of course, today would be the first day of your Easter break holidays for all mainstream uh, government funded schools. The independent schools broke up a little bit earlier. Lucky you. But for the rest of us, today's the first day of holiday. So thank you so much if you are coming to this. But of course, schools are still open for key workers, children's and for those requiring uh, some care of their children. So good morning to you. If you are listening, do get in contact. We'd love to know if you're still at school and how weird that feels (laughs) in a break. It's got to be strange for you. And strange is what we're after today. Welcome to Alien Monday. We've got an amazing show for you. Get in contact with us, please. You can text me on 07624802272 are free from most mobile phones you can connect with us on email we're radioblogging at gmail and you can also write on the site and we'll have more of that because we'd like to do you to do that slightly differently today and to explain all of that we'll be talking to the fabulous david mitchell deputy mitchell is with us and we'll be talking to him in just a while but here's my favorite bit of the day i love checking in with the fabulous pie corbett good morning pie how are you Good morning, sir. Well, it's sunny outside. I got up early, um, had a cup of tea, went outside, stared into the sky, a little bit blue and there was sunlight. And then I came back in and there was an intruder in the house. It was a mouse. Now, we do, we do, yeah, we do get these because ours is an old house. And if you have an old house, you often get a mouse in the house. And I was watching this little thing toddling around um and i thought right i'll have him so i got my hat i crept up on him of course it shot off there was no way i was going to catch it it's hiding round in the back room at the moment and <clears throat> then i went to get the porridge and russell i have not had my porridge this morning because the mouse in the house has been in the porridge um box so i i haven't had it and um there was mouse evidence in the porridge box no yes not absolutely. a forage not a forage in the porridge there'd been a forage in the porridge by a mouse in the house it's not a moose on the loose it's a mouse in the house so very good we're good aren't we we are so good we all gave up good careers on the stage for this we know listeners we so did we so did you're on fire even when you're not it's brilliant so I'm going to set a trap for it and see if I can snare it. I will be reporting back tomorrow on the adventures of the mouse in the house, not a moose on the loose. Um, so, yes, a bit of a strange morning, but um, I supplemented by going for the Alpen. The, the mouse hopefully has not been in the Alpen. Um, so I, I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. And aliens is something that is very um, 
very close to my heart, and I shall read it later, but my wife, who is a balanced, ordinary human being, did return home, this was a couple of years ago, and she reckons they were chased up the lane by a UFO. And I, I got her to write it down, the account, because I said, look, if you don't write that down, you're going to forget it. So I will read that later on. But Ian, how are you faring this morning? Have you had a mouse in your house? No, and, and nothing's been foraging in our porridge pie. Good morning <laughs> to you. I, I, I honestly, I do think we all, there was a career somewhere on the stage. Certainly for you, Pike. It's only nine thirty-four, and already there are flames on your microphone. I'm very well. I'm looking forward to playing our games. Okay, so Russell, are you ready for the game playing? Creative games. Play and try with Ian and Pi. Okay, the first game is a rhyming game. I think these rhyming games are actually, they're, they're funny, but they're also quite important ones. There is a link between people who can rhyme and hear rhymes or spot when things don't rhyme and, and reading and spelling. It's a little skill that's actually quite important. It's also just quite good fun to do. So I chose an easy one. It's the A sound. Uh, at the end of a word. So I'm going to start off with pay. And folks, if you've not joined us before, we just bounce it backwards and forwards and then see who dries up first, basically. So I'll start with, what did I say? Pay, I think. Pay. Uh, I'll go with a sway. Pay, sway. Day. Clay. Bay. Tray. May. Decay. Overlay. Essay. Underlay. Array. Repay. Anyway. Fay. Hooray. Lay. Airway. Theresa May. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a that's a proper noun. You can't you, you can't have that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh dear. I mustn't <laughs> If you've just joined us, listeners, these are two perfectly sane educators falling apart live on the air. You're very welcome to it. That was a great game, boys. Great game. Okay, well, let's play uh, the alien one. And again, this one imagines an alien arriving and what happened. And it's uh, a complex sentence. It starts with the word after. So you get after, ba dum ba dum ba dum so two things are going to happen it's got two clauses in it and uh children certainly at key stage two you will be able to explain to your parents and those at home what clauses i've no doubt so let's uh, i'll start off after the alien arrived it hid behind the school and then all russell does is he takes the second part of the sentence the second clause after the alien hid behind the school it ba-dum 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 so this is how we go. I'll start again, Ian. After the alien arrived, it hid behind the school. After the alien hid behind the school, it decided to play on the equipment. After it decided to play on the equipment, it made its way down to the canteen. After it made its way down to the canteen, it went on a search for some porridge. <laughs> After it went on a search for some porridge, it found a moose. <laughs> after it, found a moose, it offered to share the porridge with the moose um after they had eaten the porridge the alien climbed onto the moose's back after the alien had climbed onto the moose's back they galloped 
around the school grounds. After they galloped around the school grounds, the alien made its way out into the high street. After the alien made its way out into the high street, it got some interesting looks on its style of dress. It's an interesting game. I've got to stop there because I think we could go on forever. But it is. Thank you very much. It is an interesting game because you can sort of go on forever. And what you're doing there um, is you're practicing a sentence structure, which we could use in our writing. We're just getting nimble at it so that these sorts of sentences are easy for us to use. We've practiced them again and again and again. And the third game, folks, we'll play the third game. And then what happens on these uh, days that we have with you, we have a pause, we have a musical break and some shout outs. And at home or in school, you can have a go at several of the games. So we've had the rhyming game with the A sound at the end. We'd had after the alien arrived. And now we're going to do what I call a back-to-back phone call. And if you're sitting at home and there's a couple of you, mum or dad or whoever you're with, you can get back-to-back and you pretend both to be on a mobile phone. So Ian is, um, uh, um, I'm going to make a phone call to Ian and talk about the UFO that I have just cited. So <clears throat> I've got a phone ring sound. Just a second. I've got a sound. Just a second. Are you there, Ian? Hello, Pi. How are you? Oh, uh, well, you're not going to believe this. I, I mean, I've had the mouse in the kitchen and now I'm all over the place because I was going outside to sit and just feel some sunlight. And I'm certain that I saw something in the sky. Really? What do you think you saw? Well, we get quite a lot of aeroplanes going over here, but it certainly wasn't an aeroplane. It wasn't an aeroplane shape. It was a strange, round, glowing um, object in the sky. It's the best as I can describe it, really. Do you think this is something that needs reporting? Well, I don't know. I mean... <clears throat> I could ring up, but then what are, what are people going to do? I mean, what will the police do? They can't do anything. You can't exactly go and arrest it. It, it, it was pretty extraordinary because it moved at an enormous speed. I mean, one moment it wasn't there. The next moment, whomp, it was straight above, and then it paused. Now, no aeroplane can do that, and it was far too quick for a helicopter. I just don't know what it can be. Absolutely. That sounds exciting and certainly something that you need to keep an eye on because that could provide a prompt for a fabulous story. It certainly could. I think I better write that one down. So there we are, folks. You've got your three games. What we'll do now is we'll have a musical break. We'll have some shouts out. I'll hand over to Russell in a sec. And at home or in school, get playing with one of those games. Limber up. These are imaginative starters just to get us going, just to get the energy going, just to get the language going. Russell, I'm looking forward to uh, some shout outs and also um, a musical interlude of some sort. We've certainly got that for you, Pi. And from the UFO and alien genre, I pluck this track. Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more. 
17 minutes to 10. It's Monday the 6th of April and you're live with Russell Prupai, Corbett, Deputy Mitchell and Ian Rocky. Shoutouts. Good morning to Rachel Orr. Thank you so much. Our singing listener. We love her. She's actually posting real live video. She's tagged uh, us on there as well. So we're just I've retweeted that as well. Just amazing. There's uh, Spacecraft has landed. So uh, there's lots of avail- aliens around this morning. Good morning to you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Good morning to other avid listeners. Joe Pierce, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Brian Moses is also listening. Ah, we so enjoyed him as well. And a very good morning to Derbyshire Education Services. Thank you so much indeed for your lovely tweet this morning. Uh, and that's really uh, very kind of you. Learnerama, thank you so much for your mention as well. And I always know when you've made it, when your email starts filling up with spam. And that is gorgeous. Slightly annoying, but also a real good indication that we are super famous. And speaking of super famous, who's already been on the radio this morning? But the fabulous Ian Rocky. What were you doing on BBC Wiltshire this morning? And come on, explain yourself. Explain Thank yourself. You. Thank you very much for mentioning it, Russell. That's too kind. Uh, yes, so uh, BBC Radio Wiltshire are doing a feature during the school holidays, or what would normally be the school holidays, where they're asking families to do a bake-off amongst themselves. So uh, the four of us have now got to get into teams of two, and we've got to produce two show-stopping, <laughs> I say show-stopping, in the loosest possible <laughs> sense. Because whoever gets me is going to end up with... And it has to be something using the contents of our cupboard. Now, my mum, as you know, is an absolutely fabulous baker. Um, so I'm, I hate to see what I'm going to produce from our cupboard. But certainly... During the course of the day today, the four of us have to produce a couple of show-stopping, in inverted commas, uh, <laughs> and uh, we need to send photos, upload photos to BBC Radio Wiltshire, and then tomorrow we're going to be back on air talking talking about them probably explaining them i would imagine <laughs> well thank you so much because you very generously gave radioblogging.net a mention i was waiting i was waiting for the bbc presenter jamie sitting in for the fabulous ben prater good morning ben wherever you are i hope you're enjoying your holiday this week why take this week off we this is the week you need all the best presenters in why do all the good ones nip off anyway jamie's not doing a bad job but i expected him to say as soon as you'd said come to radioblogging.net him to come straight back in with a standard bbc response ian that is other radio blogging sites are available which of course russell they are not (laughs) that would have been a good and you were ready for you were stunning and thank you so much for the mention that was really appreciated i think we all really enjoyed that we bathed in your professionalism on the radio anyway enough of you let's more enough of me let's talk about me some more let's talk about have we have we got any shout outs or mentions on the padlets this morning Yes, we do. Straight to the contact padlet we've got. Thank you very much. Jake and Robin, ready for a new week of fun writing. Good morning, Jake and Robin. Thank you for getting in touch. Anushka, ready for week three. Another exciting hour. We hope so. Certainly, it's been set up beautifully by Pi with Aliens. Sebastian, hello to Sam and Rosie and everyone else from Stone with Woodford School. Please get in touch. You can contact us on that palette contact radio blogging uh, padlet contact radio blogging.net also you can contact us on the email radio blogging at gmail.com and also you can leave a comment comments are the new shout outs hashtag comments are the new shout outs gonna be talking more about that with david in just a second teddy from upton st leonard's hi my eighth day listening good for you well done aliens are not my favorite thing as i find exploration uh, a bit unusual however i do like making up alien worlds 
so I will have a go. Good for you, age nine, from up to St. Leonard's. Um, Bethany, good morning to you. Lewis, good morning to you as well. Andrew, morning everyone. Um, Beth and Toby in Tatsfield putting Daddy through his radio blogging paces here this morning as Mummy is busy. Sorry, Pi, Daddy's just had his porridge. Delicious, better than Alpen. This could run, couldn't it? No mice here, but we do have a very big spider here this morning. Hey, we'll take all, all shout-outs and all comments this morning. Neve. Hi, I'm getting excited for Alien Monday, listening in the holidays with my cat. I hope you both enjoy it. Jane, love the mouse in the house pie. I know, what a great start. Bethany, um, Alien Monday, exciting. Shout out to everybody at Tatsfield School. Mrs. Murrin also commenting as well. And we've had a text which says, good morning, gentlemen. A brilliant show. Pie is on fire. I think you should stick with the Alpen instead of the porridge. Hashtag porridge gate this morning. But I'm going to hand over now to David. Good morning, Deputy Mitchell. How are you? Good morning, Ian. I'm absolutely fine. Thank you. Uh, a gorgeous day up in Manchester here. Uh, well done on this morning's radio. Wiltshire was listening this morning. Uh, it went really well, didn't it? And so we have now on the blog, we've got, uh, I'm just looking at the globe. I'm fixated with this globe. And anyone that knows me when I work with schools, um, they know how obsessed I can be with, with the globe. Um, and at the moment, we've got uh, people joining in uh, from Spain, from America, Australia, even on there. So it's, it's late at night in Australia at the moment, probably, you know, uh, eight o'clock, getting on for nine o'clock, possibly. And Ireland on there too. Um, um, so a real international audience. And what I say to all the children uh, when I'm teaching them when we have an international audience like that is that this drives us to do our very, very best because we're not just writing for one person. We're writing for thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Um, so, yeah, really excited uh, by what's installed today. I love aliens. Um, so really keen to get started. Um, Pi, over to you. Okay, so uh, I know there are a couple of people who, <clears throat> well, there'll be more than a couple probably, who are new to this. So, uh, and I know that Paul is listening, and Paul is our poet of the day, and Paul has not um, been talked through. And Sarah Webb, I know that you're um, with us as well, and I did promise that I'd just talk you through. So what you need to do is, if you go right at the very top, you look along the orange menu, and you need to be on today's show. So click on that. And David was talking about the globe. If you scroll all the way down, you can see a spinning globe. And that will tell you where our listeners are from Perth in Australia, all the way through to Spain, Gloucester in England. And underneath, you can see a list of all the countries, uh, folk um, who've come in from all those different countries. Page views, 107,000. Wow. Now, scroll back up. and We're into the first activity of the day. And it's called a Padlet. And it's that um, uh, alien-looking planet, strange planet. Now, if you go to that and um, if you click on bottom right-hand corner, there's a pink circle with a cross on it. Click on that and up will come a little box. And in the little box, this is your chance to contribute. And in the little box, it says title. We always put our names there. So I'm typing now pi. And then I click down to where it says write something. So the challenge for this is we are going to create a, a planet and we need facts and ideas about this alien planet. We could invent creatures. Um, we can um, populate it with aliens. We can um, have facts about its atmosphere. I'm wondering what the landscape looks like. We've got rivers, we've got mountains. 
I'm wondering about the, uh, as I said, the animals, but also the plants, the fruits. What do people eat? How do they live? How do they travel? We are looking for facts. And I'm going to call it Zargon. So I'm now typing on planet Zargon, comma, on planet Zargon, um, there are, there are two moons and one is red exclamation mark because that's quite a an amazing fact so you type in your fact or your idea about planet zargon and what it might be like or what animals are there or how people live do they live underground how do they move around do they move around on pogo sticks i have no clue at all you are going to make this up when you've written it down don't just click read it again and this is very important just be a little bit fussy, fussy with all sorts of things. Have you got the spaces between the words? Have you got a capital and a full stop, or in my case, an exclamation? Have you got the best words in the best orders? Is your idea a really great idea, the one that you want to publish? Because once you've written it, then just click on the Padlet and bingo, it will say awaiting approval. And by now already, there will be children, certainly in this country, but in other countries around the world, who will be writing up their ideas. And David will be working really, really hard there to approve because everything that is posted in the blogs or on the padlets is double checked. So you're, you're, uh, we are all safe. That's the point of it. But do be fussy. Write it up there. Reread it in the same way that any writer would, double check it as as good as it can possibly be, and then post it up. Now, Russell, what we normally have now, I think I'm right in saying, is a bit of an interlude uh, in terms of some music, maybe a few shout outs, while all the children and the adults get posting on there. And Paul, if you're listening, or I haven't nipped off for a cup of coffee or whatever, do get a post up. Same as you, Sarah, and uh, all the other adults as well. Let's all join in together. Russell, what music have you got for us today? Uh, I've had an extra treat today. My um, library has started to expand uh, in a whole different direction there. But first, a couple of shout outs to uh, to some avid and some uh, regular listeners. Hello to Al Grani, to Mrs. Al Grani. Good morning to you. You're listening with Yasmin, Aya and Zaid, and also uh, the rest of the people there. Thank you very much indeed. Lovely to hear from you. I had some new people there. To Girly Jane, who's very pleased that she got a, a shout out there as well. You've heard. To Hurstmont Junior School. Good morning to you to d hemsley thank you very much indeed first time listener with anasa uh, i hope i got that right as well listening for the first time there james walker hello to you as well listening with a daughter didn't mention her name there so i can't give her a shout out but get back in contact love to give some shout outs here morningside primary school good morning to you as well so there are some schools uh, still open and still delivering their fabulous services so good morning to you and good morning to everyone who is listening at home you're a very welcome to our live show now here's some new music for you we'll have the usual regulars i'm quite sure but for the moment i just love this one yes it is indeed good morning it's four and a half minutes to 10 o'clock on this monday morning the 6th of april welcome to radioblogging.net the site has gone absolutely mad which we love which means that people are very very busy with their writing this morning Great stuff. Good to hear. Got some shout outs for you. Miss Mallon says I'm uh, commenting on somebody's work. Going to come on to comments in a minute, but here's a lovely comment. I really like how you're using short, sharp sentences for impact. Well done. 
Marnie says, I really like your breaking news. It was amazing commenting on somebody else's work. We've also got a shout out for Raffaella. It says, Felix and mum are glad that you're continuing this week. Bring on the aliens. Thank you for the show and inspiration. You are so welcome. Shreesha says, hello, I'm excited for Alien Monday. We've also had some uh, contact with the Padlet as well. Uh, we've had Sachin. Hello, Sachin, regular listener. Shout out to 5A at Warren Road Primary School. Miss Aldred and Vine. Miss Little says shout out to everyone at Stonewood Woodford this morning. Again, regular listeners. Thank you very much indeed. And to all the teachers around the country doing an amazing job in schools today. Yes, they are. My wife included today. Mrs. Murrin is listening in her pyjamas on this Easter holiday morning, still looking out for children from Stonewith Woodford. Morning again, Sebastian. Well done, Mrs. Marin. You enjoy. Put the kettle on. Enjoy that. Ready, set, radio blogging. Indeed. Shout out for 5C at Warren Road from Felix. George says, I love aliens. Well, we love aliens too. We're going to come back to that in a second. And also a shout out to Dev and Misty as well. Please, please, please keep your comments and your shout outs coming in. You can text Russell on 07624802272 or you can email radioblogging at gmail.com. Both of those will come into our studios and we can read those out later on. So, Pi, are we now on to Padlet number two? Well, we are in a moment, but um, I'm just looking at Padlet number one. Now, Paul, if you, you what you need to do is to go up to the top to the refresh the refresh is right at the top of your screen. It will say radioblogging.net and there's a, a half a circle with a little arrow. Click on that and it refreshes. And suddenly all sorts of things on the Padlet will appear that have been written. We've got some amazing ideas. St. Mike's, Mrs. Hughes on planet Zargon. There are volcanoes that spray snowflakes. I'm loving it. Sachin. Um, he has been joining in with us virtually from the beginning, takes his writing very, very seriously, uh, crafts it nicely. On planet Mavid, the atmosphere consists of marbled air and towering mountains. That marbled air, I love that because I've never seen that word combination before and it, it, it works for me. Uh, Mr. Thomas from Warren Road on planet Wiz, everything has an unexpected sound. I'd like to know what they are. Joe, on planet Zargon, frozen forest, little touch of alliteration, provide an ideal habit habitat for the large population of ice lions. I love the idea that there are ice lions on this amazing planet. Now, folks, if we go down to um, uh, the next Padlet, you'll see there it says alien facts, exactly the same routine because we have begun to create and do add on during the musical interludes and after the show keep adding on to the padlets more facts i think it helps too to have a notebook beside you and jot ideas down and save them up but we're on to alien facts so what would the aliens be like who live um, on this particular planet. What are they able to do? What do they look like? How do they speak? What sorts of moods do they have? So let's, again, it says title, but I'm going to put my name, Pi, so we know. Then I click down on to write uh, something. So I'm now going to um, create a sentence with a good idea about these aliens, choose my words as well as I can. Uh, so I'm putting the aliens, easy to misspell that one, so I'm double checking. The aliens have um, three arms so that they can pick fruit rapidly 
from uh, trees taller than giraffes exclamation marks i think that's a good little fact now i've got to double check it before i post it the aliens have and i've written their arms not three and you know i keep doing this i keep not rereading and i was doing it this morning on twitter and then you find you've made a mistake and, and paul alerted uh, me to the mistake that i'd made the aliens have three arms so that they can pick fruit rapidly from trees taller than giraffes bingo i've posted it David, what's happening on the um, Padlets? How are we doing? Hi, Pi. Yes, we've. Uh, I've just finished um, uploading and approving posts on the first Padlet. I've just turned mm. to the second one, and uh, I've just uploaded yours. Um, and you've had a like as well on your Padlet, so mm. we can like each other's uh, post-it notes. Um, it's important just to, like Pi said, just to double check before you click off onto the background picture. Um, give me a minute or so to go through, uh, and I'll start um, approving those. But really important as well that you refresh the page, load it back up again, and you will see all the updated uh, notes. And we tend to get, we get hundreds of these, Pi, hundreds of them uh, every day. And not only in the show, when people are listening to this back, um, they also get involved. And so if people come back later on in the day, um, have a look, because they'll see lots and lots of um, post-it notes going up there after the show as well. I love it, um, because what we're doing here is we're being creative, uh, definitely. We're coming up with new ideas. And that's an important um, aspect of education and being a human. Um, it entertains us. But in daily life, it's important to be able to come up with ideas. It's a form of problem solving. But we're also learning how to write a cracking sentence. And I often think to myself, if you can't write a cracking sentence, then your stories and your nonfiction writing are going to be, well, frankly, not very good, not very interesting to anybody else. So just that skill of can I write a great sentence? And remember, folks, some of the things that we've talked about, those similes to build pictures like and as, choosing a well-honed adjective like marbled air, as Sachin had in his, so that we surprise the reader and make the reader pause and think about our idea. Remember that skill of the rereading. I think probably, Russell, we need to have another have you got another musical interlude and oh, a few more yes. shout-outs? Yes, but I just wanted to warn everyone that they must have stepped into an alternative uh, universe of some description. And this is very much Alien Monday, because you know things are wrong when Pi is giving technical advice to authors. Pi, this is amazing. I've just, <laughs> I love that. Time for some music and we're playing your favourite. Oh, yes, here we go. How to create a Padlet post on radioblogging.net First, click on the pink ad sign in the bottom right corner of the Padlet window. Then, write your first name in the title box where the line is flashing. Then, click in the box under your name and write your exciting sentence. When you have finished writing, click anywhere on the background picture of the Padlet and our team will read it and add it for everyone to see. Congratulations, you have just shared your writing with the world. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm loving some of these ideas, Russell. Jake, the monkey aliens on planet nowhere. Nice idea for a name. A very common. They eat moon bananas. Moon bananas. I wonder what a moon banana is like. George, they teleport rapidly around their planet, and if looked in the eyes, they attack. 
Chloe, my alien has eight eyes so it can see danger over miles. Fran, my alien's voice is like someone scraping their fingernails down a blackboard. Ah, it's the someone scraping. It's that alliteration that sounds a little bit like the actual sound itself. Phoebe, Boslers look strange. One eye that can read souls. I love that idea. An eye that can read soul, a soul. Noses, so they can smell lots of purple skin, so they can sneak up on sirens and five stomachs. Holly, the majestic aliens have seven eyes dotted all over their heads so they can see in all directions and watch out for danger. Erin, these distinctive aliens have spindly legs as thin as a twig. Marvellous ideas coming up on there. And now we're going over to Paul. Now, I've known Paul Cookson. I don't know how long, Paul. It's going to be, I want to say, 30 years. It's been a long, long time. Paul has been into thousands of schools, it must be, across this country. He's probably sold over a million poetry books. He's extremely well known and um, uh, around the country for his lively um, performances. And what we do now, Paul, is you're, um, we've got, uh, uh, I think we've got an alien poem coming up. And... Um, there is a box underneath the padlet. There's an orange box that says poem response. So what we do is um, if you click on that, you'll see a poem, rather beautiful image there, poem response. So we hear the poem. And if this is possible, Russell, can we hear the poem and then get the response and then go back to Paul because he's got a lovely uh, workshop idea that we can then follow up with. And no doubt you've got an interview as well. So if we start with the poem, if that's possible, and then everybody can get on the poem response. And it's a lovely thing, Paul, if after uh, the end of the show, or maybe this afternoon, you go back on there because you can see all the thoughts and the ideas the children had about your poem. And they write about things that they liked, lines that they liked, the way in which it was performed, images and ideas that came into their minds, anything really in response to your um, your poem, which I believe I'm right in saying is an alien-y poem. This is radioblogging.net. Hello there, it's Paul Cookson here. Uh, I've been a poet for about 30 years, going around schools, doing performances and workshops. And I've got uh, some alien poetry for you. This is from a book called There's a Crocodile in the House. It's a pretty new book. Although these two poems, which I'm going to perform together, one called It Came From Outer Space, followed by Beep Beep Whoosh, uh, was originally written with myself and a guy called David Harmer. And I've uh, edited them, adapted them for the current format. Usually in this poem, people will join in with the chorus where they repeat it after me. It'll be quite obvious. Here we go. It's called It Came From Outer Space and Beep Beep Whoosh. This is it, this is it, it came from outer space, repeat. This is it, this is it, it came from outer space. Body of a slimy snail, flippers like a killer whale. Like a kraken, it's attacking with the spiky scaly tail. This is it, this is it, it came from outer space, alien voice. This is it, this is it, it came from outer space. Flies a million miles an hour, fiery like a meteor shower. Strong and long, like King Kong, marvel at his mighty power. This is it, this is it, it came from outer space. Turning, burning, churning eyes, growling, howling, yowling cries. It's a thriller like Godzilla eating planets by surprise. 
Colors that you've never seen. It's part reptile, part machine, supersonic and bionic, massive monsters moving me. This is it. This is it. It came from outer space. This is it. This is it. It came from outer space. Beep, beep, whoosh. Beep, beep, whoosh. Silver saucer shining bright, flashing beams, laser light. Beep, beep, whoosh. Faster than the speed of sound, see it spinning round and round. Beep, beep, whoosh. Breaking laws of gravity, maximum velocity. Beep, beep, whoosh. Like a diamond in the sky, beaming down from way on high. Beep, beep, whoosh. Nasty pilot, nasty crew, coming down from me and you. Beep, beep, whoosh. Beep, beep, whoosh. Beep, beep, whoosh. Beep, beep, whoosh. This is it. This is it. It came from outer space. This is radioblogging.net, broadcasting live across the planet. I love that. That's uh, uh, one of the things you'll notice there is that for the um, for the chorus bit, beep beep whoosh, beep beep whoosh. It doesn't necessarily have to rhyme. I mean, Paul is a very very clever rhymer. And he's got um, a sort of natural feel for rhythm. He listens to the sounds of the words. He plays with the sounds of the words. But it's almost as if there is a drum beat underneath. And we've had that with some of the poets before. So I'm doing free verse. Um, And this is a great example of somebody who's working on rhyme. Rhyme is really, really hard. You really do have to work at it. But it's interesting to note that the chorus doesn't have to rhyme. But it does have to be rhythmic. It has to have that beat to it. Was there another poem, Russell? I can't remember. Uh, the two ran into each other there. So there's a crocodile okay. in the room and then it came from outer yeah. space. Beep, beep, whoosh. Well, everybody will be on the poem response now, Paul. So if you click on that orange box, you can see there. Um, uh, let me just go in there. And I need... Oh, already we've got four responses. Bethany... I like the repetition. The beat is brilliant. Yes, I absolutely agree with you there, Bethany. The rhyming's really good, and the way that he does different voices is so cool. Did you notice at the end? Beep, beep, push, beep, 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 push. And that lowering of the volume holds the attention. Uh, uh, Neve, it made me laugh. I love the rhyming. Mr. Thomas, love the reference to other great monsters from other great literature, the Kraken, Godzilla. Sachin, Sachi. I like how it rhymes and how Paul did different voices, how every time there was an alien voice, he said, alien voice. And how at the end he went quieter. So did I. I thought that was really clever, really added to it. You can tell that he has performed many, many times. Now, one of the things that um, uh, uh, Paul, um, we asked him to uh, think about was whether or not we could do a space writing activity. So we've got that coming up so we're going to go back to paul in a moment but first of all we're going to comment corner and our comment corner is all about the blogging side um david can you talk us through comment corner please yes indeed um again those who know um my work in schools it's based around this concept of audience and purpose from the globe to writing for more than one person and one of the hidden features that people forget when we look at blogging is the ability to leave comments and what we've got on the blog is every single blog post that is created by a child or an adult that's been approved um, has a, a comment feature 
And we, I go on a lot about this and these nine words in that graphic right at the bottom of the page around about quality comments, not just saying to someone, wow, that was mint or wow, that was fantastic. You know, we want to, the person that wrote it wants to know why. They want to know what bit you really enjoyed because they'll use that again. They'll use what works really well. And so we're going to make a feature of this a few times a week where we'll have comment corner. In essence, a bit of coaching, a bit of teaching around it, and then some time to deliver it. And we, well, myself and Ian, we're going to make sure every day we give a shout out to a few people who've left some comments, whether you are five years old or 85 years old, doesn't matter to us. We'll just uh, give some shout outs to people. And if you were on the today's show tab at the top of the screen in the menu or the point where you should have been anyway, um, and you scroll down, one of the buttons you will see is comment corner. And this, the contents in here will change each time we, we work on this. But if you just click, uh, click into there for me. You will see there's a page there that has the graphic, the nine words, say something positive, ask a question, suggest an improvement. But you'll also see um, there are four comments featured there with some links. So uh, the first one I'm going to just feature is one from Mrs. McCalmont. And if you click, you can see you hover over her name, Mrs. McCalmont, and you'll see that that is a hyperlink. Um, and if we click on that, it'll take us through to Mrs. McCalmont's comment. And if you scroll up, you'll be able to see the actual original blog post, which was from um, Ava from Stonewood Woodford School. So good morning, Ava. And this was about your unicorn passport from last week. And what Mrs. McCalmont said was another interesting piece of writing. I can imagine how peculiar it would, have, it would be to see it ride a unicycle. I wonder if it. Do, I wonder if it does it often. Uh, have to practice a lot, and also the final point there. It says you could make it even better by checking the punctuation. Okay, and so whenever you are um, saying something to uh, suggest an improvement, that's a really good starter there to make this even better. You could, Ian, are you with us? Yes, I am. Have you could, would you be able to uh, look at the second one for us and talk us Absolutely. through that one? Absolutely. Yeah, indeed. So so what we've got now is we've got um, Sam replying to a comment from an adult. And this is really important because what comments do, as David explained, is comments will also create a dialogue, particularly if you're following the model that's being set out there of, of sort of asking a question. You can create a really fabulous dialogue, which is supporting the writer, writer's development and also enhancing their writing as well. And Sam's but hi, Mr. Little. I added a question in my blog about a sweet wrapper, but I'm not sure it uploaded correctly. I will make sure I add another question in another blog next week. So a brilliant response to something that's already been written shows that the writer has gone back to it. And as Pi and, and David are always saying, you know, it's, it's all about editing and improving and honing that level of writing, which is so important. David, are you going to talk us through Savannah's? Yes, that's right. Uh, the third one, Daniel, you'll see is a, is a link through to Savannah's comment, which is originally uh, to Neve, who is, I don't know which school Neve is from, uh, CIW school. Um, and she just a very quick blog post that just said it was pitch black. Suddenly something flashed, then a noise, a great booming noise. Topaz shuddered. How would she escape? 
And we've got a, a, some comments there. And there's one from Savannah here that says, wow, that was amazing. I love that short and punchy beginning. I think that you could improve your short sentence and have a mixture of both. And so a little bit of improvement there um, said in a really positive way. So well done to both of you there. Uh, Ian, over to the final one. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. So now we've got Amelia from Warren Road, who's put, hi, Devon Misty, the Aponco tree is from my imagination and a magical fruit tree. Just like unicorns are magical. Hope to go back to school soon. Say a special hi to Misty for me, please. That's from Amelia replying to a comment. And this is just it, you know, because when you're writing a comment, these comments are being seen by people all over the world. So your audience is limitless. So please do get involved with the commenting. Follow the model that's being set out. Follow the ideas, those nine words, which um, Deputy Mitchell has put down there for you. These are really good examples of comments that people have written either in response to a post or in response to another comment that has been left. And we're looking for more of that, aren't we, David, as the week goes on? We are indeed, yes. One of the key features of blogging. And uh, blogging is used uh, by adults as well as children, even the, in, the, in the kind of real world outside of school. Uh, businesses have blogs as well, uh, as do celebrities and all, all that thing. So we'll have, we're going to have some time shortly, um, just so that you can uh, go and practice. A couple of minutes we'll have, so you can go pick one. And one of the ways to do that is to go down to the bottom of the page, you'll see the tag cloud, or you can search for somebody's blog post, pick a name, um, and go and click on it and go and deliver them. And what we'll do tomorrow is we'll come back and we'll read a few of these out and we'll give you some comment shout outs. And you know, remember that this is about audience and purpose. And Russell, just before we come back to you, it's the same with radio, isn't it? Audience and purpose to have a radio show is about broadcasting to an audience. It's just audio rather than the written word, but it's still as important, isn't it? Oh me, yes, of course, absolutely. You just uh, you just dropped off there a second. Uh, yes, absolutely, ab- vital, and it's about validation. It's about saying to young people, "This is okay. We heard you." And we talk about pupil voice, but really, we do precious little to value it. And that's what this activity is doing, listeners. So, thank you so much indeed for joining us. And those uh, new features there are absolutely stunning. Thank you both of them. Uh, Pi, just uh, introduce the workshop idea from Paul Cooks because he was Will very do. generous very generous with what he's offered us yes and I, I just to say about the blogging those of you who are new to this you're on today's show if you look at the menu at the top just go over to two to the right to listeners posts and that's where you see all the blogs that people have put up paragraphs poems all sorts of different bits and bobs and it's just lovely if everybody gets at least one response we do have a team of people who are doing this they're all moderated so it's quite safe um yeah Well, I know, Russell, when um, you chatted with Paul, he shared with us a simple um, sort of alien, well, space workshop idea. Um, So if we can hear that and then I'll talk you through how you actually use it and do a blog post. This is Paul Cookson with a a very simple little workshop on how to write your own alien poem. And I've done this with uh, various ages from reception upwards. So you pretend you've got to build a rocket and go into space. And if you've got a rocket, you have a countdown. So you write down 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, blast off. And then if you've got your class or your kids or whoever, you perform that. You just go 10, 9, blast off. And then say, right, you're in space. What can you see in space? What can you see 10 of? And they might say something like stars. Okay, 10 stars. But don't put the word stars by the word 10. Leave a space. 
what colour are the stars? It could be a different universe. They might be yellow, they might be silver, they might be gold, they might be rainbow. They choose whatever colour. So ten rainbow stars. Okay? What can you see nine of? But you can't use any words against so it. You can't use rainbow and stars again. So you might say aliens. All right, what colour are the aliens? And to be honest, they're always green. So nine green aliens. And you can see where we're going. Let's think of all the different things you can see in space. Put them down, you know, ten something something, nine something something, you know. Get down to, to you know, one yellow sun, whatever it happens to be, and you've got a, a counting rhyme, you've got a poem. But then what you can do, you can put some in words. So you might have ten rainbow stars. What are the stars doing? They're shining. Ten yellow, sorry, ten rainbow shining stars. What are the aliens doing? They're always dancing for some reason. Ten green dancing aliens. So you start to build up the vocabulary, and then you say, what are the stars doing in the sky? They're shining in the sky. So they're, they are... 10 rainbow shining stars glowing in the midnight sky, you know, uh, nine green dancing aliens wobbling around the universe, and you can extend it like that. But you can see where it's going from that. Very simple, very straightforward. You get the structure. Once you've got the first two lines, you'll get the rest of them as well, and then just chant it out. I've got countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 2, blast off. Say it out loud. The kids repeat it after you, and then do the countdown again and a blast off to finish, and you've got a great little performance point bingo works every time oh my goodness thank you so much you've, <laughs> you've treated us to something quite special no one's gone above and beyond that i'll tell you paul cookson thanks a lot for joining us thank you very much indeed start the day with a slice of pie this is radioblogging.net okay i love that and if you go down to the orange rectangle it says space counting folks click on that and um, this is my own version. Now, a lot of these, when I share with you uh, some model poems or little bits of story, a lot of them I've literally just sort of dashed off I, because I haven't had much time. So I'm not saying that this is the world's best one I've ever done, but it's a, it's a go. It's an attempt. It's a first draft, and I definitely need some response uh, to it. So I followed Paul's instructions, 109876, etc., um, and I thought of planets, rockets, stars, suns, asteroids, meteorites, moons, black holes and constellations. And then I've got my ing word and I tried to get the ing words rhyming uh, as best I could. So this is my outer space counting poem. And there's a box below. It talks you through. It's very straightforward. That's where you do yours. Uh, if it was me, I would craft it in a notebook first of all mess around with it and then when you're absolutely certain it reads aloud you've got to read it aloud to listen to it when you think it really works you've got the punctuation the spelling and all of that sorted then you get it in post it up and um, you'll get a comment so here goes mine outer space counting poem 10 purple planets twirling nine rainbow rockets whirling Eight silver stars gleaming, seven blazing suns beaming, six awesome asteroids dashing, five mighty meteorites crashing, four marvellous moons spinning, three empty black holes thinning, two bright constellations all alone, and one little alien on the phone home. Bomb bomb. And you could hear I was having a little bit of trouble actually reading, and that probably means that I've got too many syllables or the rhythm, the ba-dum, 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 ba-dum isn't quite right and I need to work on it. But that's the basic idea. It's there as a model and have a go at your own counting poem. You'll probably be working on this after we have um, come off air and then post it up 
and uh, check because this is here during the whole day and all our uh, radio shows are actually archived. Now, while people are thinking about that, Russell, did anybody leave us a breaking news from last time for us to listen to? Unfortunately not. And perhaps you would like to... Um, ask listeners and encourage them a little bit more it's really straightforward um, and uh, I think David Deputy Mitchell you've got some uh, tips about using the audio there so we we didn't we just had the same two uh, posted again from the two Mm. folk that we actually featured there so uh, David just explain to the uh, listeners how they record an audio post for us please Yes, so on any Padlet this will work on, but there we do have in the extension task, um, there, there is a Padlet for this with a big microphone on it. It's quite obvious which one it is. Um, and you create the Padlet post-it note in exactly the same way on the add in the bottom right-hand corner, and you need your blank post-it note. And you can play around with this, and it, you'll be able to f- find the right settings. But when you've got your blank post-it note, just before you start typing anything, you will notice in the bottom right-hand corner of that post-it note, on the little post-it note, you'll see three little dots and ellipsis. And that's where you click to unlock a range of different options, where you'll see one of them, halfway down the list, is a voice. Okay, and whatever device you are using, when you click on voice, it will ask permission to use your microphone. Um, And once you've said yes, then you you can follow those instructions to record and play back and delete and try again your audio recording. Uh, One other option you can do if that for some reason isn't working for you, you could select video. Now, just for the parents and any teachers and for the children listening, if we receive a video that comes in and we can see you, we won't publish that, okay? Um, We may be able to take the audio from it ourselves, but what we'd just ask you to do is either just point your video camera onto the ground or uh, cover it up with your thumb or something, and it will still record your audio. So there are a couple of ways there. Um, Have a play with it. Um, If you're having trouble, then just get in touch with the show through the shout-out Padlet or get your uh, mums or dads or auntie and uncle whoever's with you to drop us an email or to get in touch with the show. We'll help you through that, which we have done a few times with people. Okay, so it's quite simple, Russell. I hope people uh, start to do that, Um, but it's a really good way of you know performing your writing it's a lovely way of getting your voice on our radio show as well listeners really easy we've had uh, uh, oliver and uh, uh, sachin as well thank you so much indeed we'd like some more we just love some more it's so easy and we will broadcast the entries there thank you uh, just a couple of shout outs before we go into our next music break so you can continue writing a uh, good morning to hummingbird class uh, hello to you as well thank you maria richards apparently who had a double workout session this morning uh, joined us a little later than normal love the animated video of the pussycat there doing the exercise is absolutely amazing there uh, hello to mrs forster as well hello to you and thank you so much indeed for all your messages there was one just a little bit further down the line that i wanted to pick out and thank them very much indeed don't forget you can uh, text us oh Ki- uh, um kieran larwood it's uh, tweeted and thank you so much just to remind us that he's on the show later this week and that's what i like a reminder our fabulous artists are reminding folks ian what have you got Thanks very much indeed, Russell. Yes, I've had uh, comments, I've had emails, I've had all sorts coming in this morning. It's been really lovely to hear from people. Uh, Catherine has got in touch and said, Hi, all loving the show. I listened with my children from our den on Friday and here I am at work at the fabulous St. Bottles, I hope I pronounced that correctly, primary in Peterborough. Would love a shout out from Catherine. Well, there you go. You are most welcome. 
Here's a shout out for all the staff at Westbury Infant School. A big uh, shout out to you in these testing times. We've got a shout out for Stephen this morning, listening from home and really enjoying it. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Good morning to Sophie. Good morning to Erin as well for getting in touch. Lovely comment. And here are comments are the new shout outs. Here they are. They're, they're coming in thick and fast from Kathy, Kathy Quantrill. I like the idea of breaking news, striking. That's a really powerful image. What did the UFO look like? Lovely question in there, Kathy, to make it easier even better here's an improvement to make it even better you could make it all the same tense good morning to ellen and also to neve and mr johns as well all commenting on young people's and children's posts really really fantastic thank you all so very much for getting involved with the time exactly half past 10 on this monday morning the 6th of april you're listening to radio blogging russell back to you for some music thank you very much indeed we've got paul's interview coming next after this see if you can tell me where this came from i love this station Absolutely love the station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best, best. It is the best station. This is radioblogging.net. Online radio live blogging. Okay. um, So that that extension task, do do that. Because what we'll do is, those of you who post up, we'll have a listen to them. And then we'll choose at least one, if not two, to start tomorrow's programme. So if you're not sure what to do, get in touch with us. We can help you. I've tomorrow's program is all about spies. And I've put up a poem about um, about looking at things. But the program itself would be about spying. Uh, so I put up a little um, uh, piece of writing there as a model for you. I spy with my red eye. And then I thought of red things. Ron Weasley's hair rose hips budding and a strawberry car cruising by. I spy with my orange eye a line of traffic cones amongst fallen leaves and a field of sweltering pumpkins. So I've gone on with each colour, colour of the rainbow, because it's called I spy with my rainbow eye. So for each colour, I've got a list of different ideas. And the final one is violet. I spy with my violet eye sweet plums in a bowl. Lavender fields alive with bees and amethyst caught in soft light. So craft your piece of writing in your notebook, then go back into the blog, blog it up and submit it. But perform your poem on the Padlet as well. So go down onto that one with the microphone, read the instructions, get an adult to help you. And let's see if uh, tomorrow, Russell, we're going to be able to start off with a few um, a few readings so that we actually have some of our listeners, um, uh, we can hear them as part of the programme. Now, I know you had a chat with Paul, Russell. How, how, did, uh, how did that go? Oh, swimmingly well. It's so beautiful mm. to have an opportunity to chat with them. Uh, they're almost off the record. It's very informal. And I got a lovely, lovely section. Have a listen to this. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Thank you. I'm thinking that needs setting to music. <laughs> Possibly so, yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, observation. I mean, what, what, what I, well, yeah, we'll talk about it and I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. No, but, do, do. Just pour out. Tell, tell me, tell me. I mean, so, um, so musicality, clearly very strong with this. Yeah, I think when you're performing poems with children and certainly with, with the two poems I just performed, the, um, the this is it, this is it, it came from outer space, they repeat that. And what I tend to do in performance 
as I did a little bit then, was uh, do strange voices or sometimes no words, just a rhythm, and they repeat it. And so you have lots of fun, but it's rhythmical. So, you know, and, it, and you keep that going. And the beat, beat, whoosh, you can quieten them down. And I like I say, go straight from one point to the other. And it's a great way of bringing them down after the fun of the, it came from outer space. And you often point at somebody, you know, maybe a teacher. This is it. This is it. She came from outer space, and that great humour as well. So it's not just the poem; it's the, it's the the physicality of what you're doing as well. But yeah, certainly rhythm is very important, and in, in terms of performance, and in terms of getting the audience involved, because they have to know exactly when to come in. I love it. I love pointing at the member of staff. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you point at a small. There's often some small child who's, who's interacted in some way earlier on in the show. And you've, you've established a rapport with, you know, mm. and uh, you can point at them and go, and the teachers know you're going, yeah, he's the alien from outer space. And you've got that, that duality of, of the jokes. It's like pantomime. It works on both levels. You know, it's and great fun to do. It's a good skill. It's a good skill to have. How important is performance in listeners' enjoyment of that poem? If I'd read it without that, it wouldn't have been the same. And so no, how important no. is it to have that? Well, I think it's, I think all well, I think all poems should work when you read them out loud, irregardless of the what you call performance poems or choral poems or action poems. Um, I think it was John Cooper Clarke who said, uh, "If a poem doesn't sound very good when you read it out loud, it's probably because it's not a very good poem." And to a certain extent, I agree with that. Even the old poems or the the traditional poems, you know, Keats and Shelley and Wordsworth, which maybe not my bag, but. You read them out loud and perfect rhythm and, and, and beat and things like that. So there is something about reading something out loud that brings it to life in a different way than on the page. And the book it's come from uh, is a book of performance poems. It's aimed really at key stage one and lower key stage two. So there's, in the book, there's, uh, there's tips on how to perform them. So you'll have a poem and then there'll be a couple of sentences at the end. Use a funny voice when you're doing this or do this action. Or put your finger, there's one about... Um, my brother Pete and his stinky feet. So when you perform that, when you just put your fingers in, you're like, oh, no, stinky feet. And it just changes the nature of the voice and the fun involved with performing as well. So I think performance is really, really important. It's how they sound, not how they look. I think you could call that a key stage three poem quite easily. We put some well, music, yeah. musical to it. As <laughs> yes. well. Honestly, yeah. I think you're underselling yourself somewhat there, sir. Um, tell me about how, how you observe things as a poet and a writer how and um, what is your process to observe the world around you? Where did you get the idea of an alien from? Well, uh, that particular poem, um, David Harmer and myself, we did a book called It Came From Out. It Came From Outer Space uh, about ten years ago from Macmillan, and we wanted a type of poem, and we hadn't got one. And we used to work as a double act, traveling around to schools and venues doing shows. And that poem started. We wanted a title poem. It came from outer space, and we both had ideas, pulled them together performed that for a while and then the book's gone out of print and uh, I returned to it in the last couple of years and taken some of the bits and then added bits of my own. So it, it started through Dave and myself sitting in a car driving down the A1 or wherever it was, eating chocolate bars and, uh, and chanting at each other saying, oh, that sounds good. No, that doesn't sound good, but this is it. That, you know, that sounds good. And having a simple chorus that you could then hook everything else on, really. But I think you, you, your way of writing for performance is a different way of writing for the page, if you like. You know, there's different styles of writing and different ways of approaching writing. Um, and certainly if I'm writing for an audience, because most of my days are in schools, I spend four or five days in schools a week. Uh, well, usually I used to. <laughs> and, uh, and you'd be doing poems in assembly and things like that. So you're writing for an audience. So there's a di that's a different format than writing just for the page. 
So you're writing with people in mind, people in mind, and how they're going to perform it, how to involve the audience. So you don't want it too long, but you don't want it too short. Sometimes I've written poems that are short, and they think, actually, that idea is so good. It needs a couple of extra verses. Mm-hmm. Other times you're writing too long, no, put that down. And I find that I edit a lot of my poetry through performance, not through sitting by myself. But you know, I might have a good. You know, let's say I've got a version of that poem on a Monday. If I'm in school's five days, by the time it's Friday, it's probably holding into shape pretty much, you know. And that's not through sitting by yourself; that's through saying it out loud and, and what feels right and what works. I know our listeners will get so much from listening to you now, and also maybe writing their own poems after the "This is it, this is it." Paul, yeah. it's ab- been absolutely splendid. I've loved every second with you. Thank you so much. Thanks ever so much, um, Paul. Um, uh, really interesting. Uh, the process. It reminds me a bit of, I think it was John Betjeman, who actually used to go on walks and he would say his poems aloud. So he developed the poems orally first and then went to write them down. And of course, he was a great uh, rhyming um, poet. So uh, a a cracking piece. We will have Paul back. Um, There's one of his that I really want him to share with everybody called We Are Not Alone, which has got a great rhythm to it as well, a fantastic poem. So we will have Paul back, I think. We're almost at the end of the show, um, Russell. I want to mention that tomorrow we are going to be moving from aliens to spies, so it's all going to be about spies. And on Wednesday, we're looking at reptiles, and we've got Brian Moses, got three pieces from Brian there to share uh, on Wednesday. And Thursday, The Legend of Podkin, One Ear, We're going to have Kieran Larwood, the author, reading aloud um, to us, uh, which will be a real treat. And he will also be talking about his own writing. As soon as I started reading Podkin One Air, I thought this is an absolute cracker. Uh, I used to read the Redwall series a little bit like that. If you like uh, your hobbits, if you like something like... um, uh, the Hobbit itself, then you're really going to enjoy this, except it's rabbits, it's rabbits, it's rabbits. Marvellous uh, piece of writing, really exciting adventure. Before we go, Russell, I did say at the beginning that my wife had seen a UFO, and I just want to read what she wrote about it. She was coming home with an, uh, my older daughter from a school concert. It was dark, winter time, and they're coming through the country lanes. This is what she wrote. We were on the last stretch of our journey when we came round a bend and saw an unbelievable sight. Patches of light spread out in a circle across the entire field to our right. They were several feet off the ground and seemed to be hovering in a ghostly haze. We both fell silent. We didn't dare say a word. I drove on, glancing to our right. The lights were still there. In fact, they seemed to be following us, growing larger and closer as we headed towards the railway bridge. Part of me wanted to stop and try and take a photograph to capture this extraordinary sight, but fear propelled us onwards. We didn't dare stop. We talked. We'd both seen the lights. Of that we were certain. I was shaking as I clutched the wheel and tried to go faster. It wasn't until we climbed the final hill that the lights which had followed us for about half a mile up the lane finally disappeared. Something unworldly and very frightening had been there, there in our valley. Our hearts were in our mouths as we rushed into the house. We both spoke at the same time. Trembling, we blurted everything out, and the others just looked at us and shook their heads. We could tell that they didn't believe us, and they still don't. So there you have it. My wife saw a UFO in the lane. 
and that's her record of it. Well, was it a UFO? You see, I was one of those who met her, and I, I did dash out into the darkness to see if I could see anything, but I couldn't see anything um, at all. Well, we're almost at the end of the show now, aren't we, Russell? Yeah. And um, if you haven't read Podkin One Ear, folks, do get into that book. Get that book and get reading. and be a real treat on Thursday. But I'm looking forward to Spice tomorrow. And let's see if we can open the show, everybody, uh, with somebody carrying out that final task there and recording um, a poem um, that will lead us into the Spy Tuesday radio show. We have some lovely music for you as well, I'm sure. Um, I'm, I, your wife needs a publishing deal for that. That was an amazing piece of writing. It's very <laughs> descriptive, and it really drew me in. I was really excited by that. Thank you so much. Uh, final shout-outs. Good morning to Liz Martin, who is listening. Thank you so much indeed. Another one to Deb Lyons from Bolton Schools ICT. Thank you so much indeed for that tweet. It means so much for us. And uh, listeners, if you can, just tweet out or visit our Facebook page. Just head across to facebook.com forward slash radio blogging. Couldn't be any easier that like the page share the page we'd like more listeners we've had a lot i have to say uh, about thirty-five thousand of you came to listen to our shows in the first two weeks um we'd like more thank you so much the more the merrier the happier we are and thank you so much indeed uh john birch hello good morning to you and thank you very much indeed for all your uh tweets and messages ian have you got a couple more Thanks, Russell. Yes, I do indeed. 17 minutes to 10, coming up to 16 minutes to uh, 11, I beg your pardon, on this Monday morning. 16 minutes to 11 now on the dot. Florence says, it's my second time I'm enjoying it. My favourite is the aliens because it was so much fun learning about them. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Ellen has also been playing Pi's game from Friday. Lots more games to play today and coming up, of course, during the week. And we've heard from Becky and we've also heard from Mrs. Murrin who said, that their children or some children have been trying to record audio on the padlets so i've been in touch with deputy mitchell he's going to look into that to make sure that we are getting all the audio that you are recording so that we can then play it out for our listeners to enjoy so thank you for letting us know it's all about feedback russell will always tell you it is all about feedback from the listeners so that we can make the best education radio possible for you to listen to day after day really looking forward to today uh, tomorrow it's been a lovely show today russell thank you back to you thank you very much indeed david you have final words for folk overnight so that they can carry on writing on the site yes indeed um, you know one of the things we always say is come back during the day um as pi says use your notebooks to scribble down and uh, hone these ideas and then use the blog later on to come back and have a have a, a, a write them up as blog posts but i'm just looking the globe today has surpassed itself it's, if anyone's on the blog now well i know people are on the blog now i can see them all but we've got loads of people in australia who are listening so welcome and hello to them we've got someone in hong kong had someone from nigeria just on a moment ago america madrid um malaysia uh people are coming on if you are listening welcome uh do leave us a comment telling us where you are what you're up to that'd be fantastic and again a reminder to all the children looking at that globe these are your audience, real people, real places to write for. So make sure it's your very, very best. For anyone that is having a problem with the Padlet in terms of audio, 
Email through radioblogging at gmail.com. We will assist and get those to, well, we'll help you get them through to us and we'll get them onto the show. That's no problem at all. But it's been a great day, a real international feel to today's show, a great um, topic of aliens. Pi, one word of advice is I think your porridge will be okay. Um, just watch out for the black bits. <laughs> thank you very much that was my fear when i looked in i thought oh no i can't eat that oh no so um yeah i will give you an update tomorrow morning whether or not we've had another sighting but i'm thinking of creating some sort of mouse trap so i'll report back tomorrow morning to everybody great show i really enjoy the alien topic but tomorrow it's spies so get your false noses get your false mustaches get your 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 uh, false um whatever they're called spectacles on get get yourself a magnifying glass and we will be rocking and rolling tomorrow and i'm heading off to find some spy music i'll take your requests of course on twitter just follow us at radio blogging drop us an email radio blogging at gmail.com or you can text me on 07624802272 let me know where you are from and we will play some music for you thank you so much indeed an amazing show an interesting week for us because typically uh, this would be holiday time but these are difficult times folks who would normally be on holiday are back at school because they need to be looked after and people are at home looking for something creative and inspiring to do i hope we've met the challenges for you thanks so much for listening we're back here tomorrow don't go anywhere we start again at 9 30 yo yo what up this is lunch money lewis hey i'm john newman hey what's up this is fergie ferg keep this frequency clear a children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky, and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9:30 a.m. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net.